0: Hello and welcome to episode number 20 of News of the Nerd, the podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, video games, comic books, and anything else remotely nerdy. Today we are talking about episode 2 of Marvel's Secret Invasion. I am Jason and I am here with my brother slash co host Ben. Slash hello! (laughs) Slash how you doing?
1: Slash pretty good. Slash what about you?
0: I'm not keeping that up.
1: The whole the whole podcast. <laughs> the whole podcast. We just have to be like slash secret invasion slash Nick Fury slash scrolls.
0: Lots of scrolls. It's
1: like it's like a fi- file command.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's some good there's some good scroll talk to be had this week. I think. Oh my god,
1: so many um, scrolls. No one important.
0: However, before we get to that, there is some news. News, you say? There is some news. I we have I s- don't know. What we news have you Superman could be casting about. news. So uh, the was it the Hollywood Reporter that first announced But we have our new Superman?
1: You're to, You're saying the name. I
0: not It's David Corrensweat. Now this is a name I know. Like I've heard this name, and I know I've heard it before. I've seen it written down because I. Kind of in my head, thought it was hyphenated David Corren Sweat, but it's all one word Corren Sweat. There is no hyphen. Um, I, I don't I don't know that I've seen him in much, so I can't really talk about his you know his acting ability. Yeah. Um, it's he's what has he been in? I think the he, he's been in a single episode of Elementary. Uh, he's been in a few films. Pearl. Look both ways. Is look both ways is
1: probably what people are going to know him from lately, because
0: it was on Netflix. Yeah, and it's got Lily Reinhardt in, who we love. So yeah, I I can't speak to to how suited to is in terms of acting, but in terms of just physical appearance, I I think he looks like a great Clark Kent. It's the chin. <laughs> <laughs> Every, he's, saying he's got a good chin <laughs>
1: every superman's got like a if you ever watched fairly Odd parents the crimson chin yes <laughs> every superman looks like the crimson chin they have a chin to be messed with
0: um and i've just seen for, on on his wikipedia page that he is currently filming twisters like, which is like the, the sequel game. no no it's the sequel to the 1996 twister
1: Oh, I thought it was going to be like a horror film where Sora's imagined a game of Twister.
0: <laughs> yeah. Left foot in that corner of the room. Right foot in this corner of Brains the room. Brains all so over the room. Pick which one you cut off. <laughs> um, but yeah, So, David Correnswet will be Superman and Rachel Brosnahan has been cast as Lois Lane. Now, I think she's a bit more known. Uh, she was in Beautiful Creatures, which was a, a fairly big release. Um, but on, on TV, she's been in the marvellous Mrs. Maisel for five, six years. Uh, she and, and is that's, Mrs. Maisel, right? She she is, yes, yeah, she is Miriam Maisel. Oh, uh, so she's, to her yeah, she, yeah, so she's in every episode of that um and that's that's a very well regarded show uh she's also in uh the blacklist she's in manhattan she she was in house of cards yeah i've not watched house of cards but i've heard that she was very good in it i I think these two are i think it's quite promising um casting choices i feel like do you think i
1: feel like they're very new like
0: which is kind of what you want. I think you want an unknown for these kind of films. Yeah.
1: I don't want to say unknown, but the...
0: I mean, yeah. But to the general public, I mean, if you when Henry Cavill was cast, if you'd have said to the average person in the street, what do you think of Henry Cavill, they would have said who? Yeah. Who? Who? Like in Guardians who? of the Galaxy.
1: What, are you a fucking owl?
0: <laughs> but but now, if you ask people what they think of Henry Cavill, they'll know who you're talking about. So you know that is what is about to happen to these two actors, which is kind of exciting. But we get to see their their rise to stardom through Superman. Awful. I I think no matter which way it goes, they are about to become known names. Known for the
1: worst Superman movie in history. Is that a good thing?
0: I mean, I I can't imagine it's going to be not while. Superman 4 exists.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. At least, at least, no matter how bad it is, it'll be the second worst Superman film ever.
0: <laughs> um, And, you know, Man of Steel also exists. Batman vs.
1: Superman also exists.
0: Yeah, I wasn't counting that as a Superman film, though. It's
1: got Superman in the name.
0: It does. So maybe. Which is the one where he throws the invisible, like,
1: poly-ethylene cape... Zod.
0: That's the second one. That's Superman 2. I just think it's stupid. Not the film, just that scene. Yeah, like... It's like, here, clean film! It kind of is, but also, it kind of works in that film. Yeah. So, I was quite surprised when uh, when David Corin Sweat was announced as Superman, because I knew I'd seen his name as... Because... All, all week. So basically what James Gunn has been doing, he got a load of prospective Superman, he got a load of prospective Lois Lanes, and he would matched them up. And so they were screen testing uh, opposite each other. Uh, and I, I really thought Nicholas Holt was going to get the role because he was one of the names. Uh, and so it looks like Nicholas Holt, who is a known person, <laughs> a known name, has missed out to uh, David Currenswet, who is about to be a known name. No name.
1: I mean, I'm kind of of glad it went Nicholas Holt.
0: Really? I think he could have done it really well. I don't like his face. Okay. He hasn't got the chin. I feel like Nicholas Holt is still waiting for his big role. And it's going to come. I mean, he's had so much, though, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, he's had had a lot of... The menu, the banker. Yeah, he's
0: had a lot of supporting roles. Tolkien? He is Tolkien. Yeah. Have you seen the menu? Is is the Beast? Yeah, but that's not. No. We don't want to be known for those films.
1: <laughs> no, but what what I mean is it, it's not like he's not been in good things. Yeah, he's I agree. Just still that's what I'm saying. His
0: break. Yeah, and like it, it's not it's not like he's not. Yeah, it's not like he's not had his break. Um, in fact, have you seen Renfield? No. Oh, Renfield's fantastic! I saw that at the cinema. That's where he plays Dracula's uh, manservant.
1: That sounds sexual.
0: It's not sexual, but Dracula is Nicolas Cage, and and Renfield is Ni- Nicolas Holt, and it's it's just it's amazing, like ridiculous, over the top, like comedy gore. Like he he, this isn't this isn't a spoiler for the film really, but he rips off a man's arm and then throws it like a javelin into the chest of another man. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that
0: is a big spoiler. I'm not going
1: to find it funny now. Ooh, I knew that would come in.
0: Uh, I think the, the other the other big bit of news that I want to cover just before we talk about Secret Invasion is that uh, I believe it was Variety did a article on the working conditions of the animators on... Across the Spider Verse, uh, and they were talking about how uh, Phil Lord is basically a taskmaster who made them work unreasonable hours and pushed everyone to their limits. And
1: is this the one where one
0: of um, the, and appar-
1: where one of the illustrators has said that there's no way this is coming out in 2024?
0: <laughs> yeah, but apparently a hundred animators left the project. Um, Sony's response to that is like well, there was over a thousand animators on the project like you you're gonna get some people leaving and some people joining through the process um but it's yeah that that is the takeaway that most new sites have had from this article is that the animate the animator that they were talking to specifically says there is no way that is coming out next year um. I mean that it's still dated for next year, so who knows? Uh, I I hope it is, but also if they do have to move it back to get it right and to give people yeah better working conditions, then I'm all for that. No, I I want
1: him um, stood there with a whip, going draw
0: faster, you bastard! <laughs> but this this is coming at the same time as there's been a lot of criticism on the CGI on the Flash. A few weeks ago, a few months ago, there was a lot of criticism coming from the CGI on uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And so I, I sent you a, a video, didn't I Ben, of what, one of the people who worked on the CGI for The Flash, talking about how overworked they are. And, and the, 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 the takeaway line from that for me was right at the end of the video, he says, if some of the shots on the Flash look like they were put together in a week, that's because they were, and you can tell. Yeah, the thing is, if you, th- th- this sounds like I'm a massive hypocrite, and and maybe I am. You are, but if you if you're overworking your workers, you're overworking your animators, um, and coming out with a project like I've not seen the Flash, so I can't comment on it. But Ant Man and the Wasp, then you you. you rightfully drawing a lot of criticism when you're overworking your animators and coming out with a product like across the spider-verse you can kind of go well yeah yeah of course they will push to the limit like you're not gonna get something like that otherwise It's very hypocritical yeah yeah i I, (laughs) I think i think you're probably
1: right but can't believe you've just said that (laughs) cancelled
0: I mean, I agree, but you are (laughs) cancelled. At the same time, you know, think like when when you get an end result like across the Spider Verse, surely at the end of that, the you know, nine hundred animators that didn't leave are going, you know, what (laughs) captains?
1: The nine hundred that didn't leave,
0: yeah, surely they're looking at that end product and going, you know what, fuck yeah, that was hard work, but I'm proud of that. You can't say the same for the people that worked on Ant Man, surely? <laughs> I'm proud of that massive floating head.
1: I'm proud of the Flash running through marmalade.
0: I've I've not seen the Flash. I've seen a lot of spoilers for cameos and things that we we won't get into here. Um, but we will at at some point when we'll talk about that once everyone that wants to see it has had a chance to see it. Uh, but I have heard that there's a specific cameo that. Um, people People were talking about how bad the CGI on this cameo was. Like, they got the rights to this guy's face and CG'd it in. And then it turns out that this cameo was actually filmed in person and they've CG'd over the top of it and made it look worse. Why would you do that?
1: Can I just say, before we move on to Secret Invasion, I have just had a message from my source. Yes, okay. I have sources. Ketchup, mayo... That and this is something massive for me. So do you know how um Baldur's Gate early access was due to be full released on August 31st?
0: Yes. It's
1: been pulled
0: forward. It has on PC.
1: Which I'm happy about because I'm on PC.
0: It has on PC, it's been pushed slightly back on PlayStation 5.
1: I love it, I love it. So it's the third of August now on PC.
0: Yeah, and on PlayStation 5, uh, I saw it earlier. Is it September? So it's not long. It's September the 6th on PlayStation 5. So it's not a huge delay, but, uh, yeah, it has been delayed slightly. But I did see a video earlier of the just the character creation on PlayStation 5, and it looks amazing, like, graphically. It it looks so good. I
1: don't know if, if you'll see, like, so... The character creation of that game is already so in-depth and they're just like yeah we've just given you the base so i'm like what yeah. the fuck can i make
0: i think basically like any any race class combo that you can make in D fifth edition you'll be able to make in whatever
1: you want to make there's going to be Boulder's so game. many videos posted online like Make make your D D your Baldur's Gate character look like Amelia Clark,
0: and obviously with with it being a PC release, there's going to be a lot of mods for it as well. You already know that's oh. coming. In fact, it won't surprise me if there already is with the early access.
1: Uh, I think there is, but I'll tell you, there is already three hundred and sixty three mods. For the game
0: uh give us one what's what's the the one with the most downloads okay pinnacle bodies the
1: description is ever wanted to be swole like (laughs) Halsey and karlak now your tav can juice up just like them great (laughs) basically just make your character buff as hell
0: it just gives them massive muscles. Cool. I'm, okay. I'm,
1: I'm just waiting. One of the biggest ones that will come out, and it happens on every single game because people are disgusting. More nudity. They yeah. make mods for more nudity.
0: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about what we're here to talk about, What's which that? is Secret Invasion, Episode 2, which is titled... What's it titled? Promises. Promises promises yeah and that makes sense that makes more sense than resurrection for episode 1
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah so it it opens with it opens with a basically a flashback to the events of captain marvel which kind of confused me like because like I, after that whole flashback section i looked at my wife and said wouldn't it have made much more sense for that to have been before last week's episode because not not everyone's like us that's going to have watched these films repeatedly and memorized these films. Some people will have seen Captain Marvel once when it came out and not thought about it again since. It would have made a lot more sense to have the basically the previously on the MCU in front of last week's episode. <laughs> Do you not think? Like, yeah, no, is that not a b- bizarre decision? I I, I guess the, the reason they put that in front of this episode. Is because they've then got the uh, the new flashback stuff to nineteen ninety seven, yeah. But still, I think I, I would have I would have had that. Maybe it's more of a, a timing thing. Like they had a few extra minutes on this episode and not on the first episode. Can we just point? Can
1: we just go around the fact that Nick Fury ages like um, Samuel L. Jackson in the, in this show. Like the shots where he looks young, like hell, and then he goes old. Like the makeup and shit.
0: Yeah, like they've not done so in the nineteen ninety seven segment, I don't think they've put quite as much effort into de aging him as we did for Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um There's still no, not please... a
1: wrinkle on that boy.
0: Something I noticed this episode which didn't particularly jar with me in the first episode, is his beard. His beard looks like it's been just mean um, because it has. It looks like it's been glued onto his face. But
1: I just think the, it looks like it works on a shrimp boat.
0: The more I was looking at his beard, the more I was thinking, I just wanna, I just wanna pull that off.
1: It's it's too round.
0: Yeah, it just I don't know. It doesn't look like it's growing out of his face. <laughs> like it's me- it's meant to be this like grizzly gnarled beard, but then at the at the seam at the connection to his face. It just looks a bit too perfect, and it it throws the effect off. Uh, But yeah, so the 1997 segment is basically him making his promise. His promise to the Skrulls that he will find them a new home. Basically on the condition that they work for him as spies. So what? I said last week that I bet Talos has basically been like an unofficial agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. for all these years. It it looks like all the Skrulls have. Like, not just Talos. How many Skrulls has Nick Fury had spying around the globe? I'm so glad you finished that sentence. (laughs) How many Skrulls has Nick Fury had? At least one.
1: What?
0: (laughs) Jumping to the end of this episode.
1: That's not
0: a Skrull. What are you talking about? How how little attention were you paying? When. <laughs> okay. You might not have been looking at the screen for like five seconds, you see a scroll chopping vegetables. Nick Fury enters the house, and all of a sudden, it's his wife chopping vegetables. Did I blink? One sec. You were probably looking at your phone or something. So go to like 50, 51 minutes.
1: Yep, definitely a Skrull. Definitely a Skrull. <laughs> Breaking news, people! Nick Fury has had sexual intercourse with a squirrel.
0: Yeah. I mean, seeing as we're talking about that now anyway, let's let's jump to that. Because so that's kind of like... Nick Fury has a wife! That's like the big reveal of the episode, isn't it? Where it's like two in one. Nick Fury has a wife, and that wife is a Skrull. I was
1: blown away by the fact he had a wife, never mind that she were a scroll.
0: Yeah, because Nick Fury's personal life has kind of been a bit of a question throughout the MCU. Like, the possibility of him having a wife and nobody actually knowing was first brought up in The Winter Soldier. In The Winter Soldier, um, they, they tried to assassinate him, and he he's made it look like they were successful. Like him and Hill, Hill and like people loyal to him have made it look like they were successful in assassinating him. But then he turns up in Steve Rogers' flat, and he says, "My wife threw me out," and holds up a sign, basically saying, "Like, oh yeah, it's not safe to talk. Your flat's probably bugged."
1: So it must have been known that he had a wife for that. But no, but
0: there there are definitely discussions in that where people talk about, like, does does he have a wife? Like we don't know, we don't know anything about his personal life. And that has remained the case up until the end of this episode. And I guess it makes sense, but this is basically the Nick Fury series, isn't it? This is it's called it's called Secret Invasion. I I think that that's like the excuse to do a Nick Fury miniseries.
1: First thing I wondered after I went, after I nearly blew my brains out because he has a wife.
0: You nearly blew your brains out because he had a wife.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh my yeah. god, what the fuck? Oh!
0: It makes like, it sound like you fancy him
1: a little bit. Who doesn't? Come on.
0: <laughs> you know, but there was some Get great that
1: purple lightsaber.
0: <laughs> there was some great Sam Jackson dialogue in this episode as well. Uh, but yeah, go on. What were you? You were saying.
1: So when he went into space, did he take a weir or did he just have a really long dry spell?
0: Who knows? Like, like did he just the,
1: leave her on the planet?
0: These are the questions I guess we're going to find the answers to in coming episodes. So my first thought, watching that, you didn't realize she was a scroll, so I guess you didn't think this. My first thought was, does he know she's a scroll? Oh my! And God. I, like, I thought that that's going to be like the big, the big question: Does he know she's a scroll? I. Has a Skrull replaced his wife? Or, you know, he's oh been working with Skrulls for a long time. Has he met and fallen in love with a Skrull? Um, and then the director's done an interview wait. and gone, uh, no, he knows. He knows she's a Skrull.
1: Wait. 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 What if... What if... It's Talos's wife? <laughs> so, so, in the first episode, Talos did say she really cared for you and all this and
0: Bloody bloody blah. What if it's talus's wife? Oh man, no. <laughs> what if Sam Jackson w- wouldn't wouldn't do that? He, he wouldn't even rub another an- another man's wife's feet. <laughs> no paul oh, Little but, Pulp Fiction reference for you there.
1: Come on, man. That is a possibility.
0: I guess it's a possibility. That's I don't think Talos it's the case. Then
1: freaks out.
0: I'd, yeah, Im- oh, imagine. But no, I'd, I'd, I don't think that's going to be the case.
1: That is my prediction for this show, people. <laughs> Nick Fury Fantastic. is screwing Talos' wife. But he thinks um, he's dead. He so, faked his death. Maybe he faked her death.
0: Possibly. I still think there is there is more to the death of Talos' wife that we have oh, yet to yeah. find out. Because this is the second episode in a row that it it has been mentioned uh, a couple of times. So I, I think that they just keep reminding you, like, Talos's wife's dead. Talos's wife's dead. Tell us... I, so That's that, why I like, think it's her. She's
1: not I don't dead. Think, she's I don't not, think it's she's her. Not dead. She's not dead.
0: I don't think I don't think she's dead. I think mean, maybe she's working for the bad scrolls and faked her own death to so that Talos didn't try and follow her. No. Nope.
1: That's it. Off-banging Nick Fury.
0: So yeah, I thought that was going to be like the big mystery: does he know she's a Skrull or not? The director of, uh, I was going to say the episode, but I think it's the same director for every episode. Uh, the director has come out and said, uh, "Yeah, uh, no, he he does know." We he, 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 he knows even said like it's Talos's wife. He Even said we filmed it in a way that made it ambiguous. But yeah, in the script he knows. So like, oh, okay, great. That's no more mystery there, then.
1: I, I love the sass. Are you forgetting something? And then he's like, is that, puts the ring on and is like, is that better? And she's like, not quite. Give me some sugar.
0: Um, I mean, it's interesting that even in, in her own home, like while Nick Fury's not there, she's in scroll form. And when he walks through the door, she's in human form. Like, does he not like looking at a green? I'm like, look, when I'm around, you'll be a human. <laughs>
1: Makes you feel better about the fact that you're Talos' wife.
0: <laughs> so yeah, like I said, there's, there's more there's more to be revealed about Talos' wife, I am sure. Okay. Possibly my favourite scene of the episode is Talos and Nick Fury on the train. Just because of like the quality of Samuel L. Jackson dialogue. Like you, you can tell when when they're writing this, they know. So if you didn't know that Samuel L. Jackson was going to be saying these words, you would pro- have probably written it differently. But yeah, just it it feels like classic, classic Samuel L. Jackson dialogue. It really reminds me of get these
1: motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane.
0: It reminded me more of the the whole like royale with cheese kind of conversation like it's it's not about anything particularly to do with the 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 series itself i mean it kind of is thematically because he's talking about having to travel in the colored car on trains when he was a kid um but when he's just talking about like the food that they ate and that they'd take a picnic and fried chicken and deviled eggs and Why did you
1: say fried chicken in an accent, you racist bastard?
0: I didn't, I just said fried chicken. But you meant fried chicken. Fried chicken. Um he's talking about fried, eating fried chicken and deviled eggs and and the games he used to play with his mum. Uh, and then obviously that. It's
1: it's one of them it's one of them Nick Fury things where the conversation always had him eat like he initiated that conversation for a reason. Like yeah. he knew something was up, and he starts being really having a normal conversation with you to get to the point.
0: I mean, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure where that came. It, it did feel like he he is, he is fishing for this information. Like yeah, he 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 knows that Talos isn't telling him something about the scrolls on the planet. And it it turns out that like all the scrolls left in the universe, pretty much are. Do you think on it's?
1: Earth. Do you think it's Cos Nick Fury didn't recognize the scrolls that were there? Because he know his spies and that there was only a handful of them, because in the in the start, um, what's his name? Gravix. No, Scroll that was a, a British guy. Martin Freeman scroll yeah Martin Freeman scroll said the other guy was like how many skulls school, and do we know about in the earth and he's like 12 20, 24 something like that
0: it's a lowish number I, I, I think I, Nick Fury knows what they look like do, do, does he it I can't remember what he says it's either like hundreds or thousands but not like a million
1: no 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 it's a really no low number that he says he says a really low number. Yeah. Um, so do you think that Nick Fury didn't recognise any of the scrolls that were at the bombing so it was like, who else did you bring?
0: But how how have a million scrolls been kept quiet? Like, How has that been kept a secret from the general public? Because they like look you, like the general public. Yeah, but you would imagine one scroll, so if there's a million scrolls on Earth... One's going to fuck up yeah one one of them one of them's gonna get like hit in a, a random murder in a grocery store or something and turn green on the floor or i guess maybe that, you know that sort of stuff's covered up by shield or yeah. equivalent uh organizations damage control but yeah it does feel like if there's a million walking around that can't be easy to to have kept that secret um but I told you last week these two were going to come to a head and we did not have to wait long for no, that to it, happen. It
1: started. It started. But it was more like, it wasn't like they came to a head. It was more like Nick Fury was pissed off with him and said, fuck off.
0: Yeah, but I'm not, I don't think, I don't think Nick Fury is particularly in the right here. Like he did say, "Like come to Earth and we will keep you safe and then we will find you a new home. And so that's what Talos did. Like, he brought the scrolls to Earth. And yeah. then Nick Fiore like, What? You brought all the scrolls to Earth? Like,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah but I think it's what
0: fact, we were doing, surely. I think surely. it's the
1: fact he didn't tell him, and also the fact that while he was in space, he did have a way to contact him and didn't because he didn't want to tell him. So I, I get it, but.
0: I don't know. I think I'm on Talos' side in that conversation. I'm on Talos' wife's side. Um... But it was it it was great dialogue. It was a great exchange between the two of them. Um, we got we got quite a bit more graphics in this episode as well.
1: Yeah, it's very um, stoic. Uh, I,
0: I I really like him. So the, the guy playing graphics is Kingsley Benadiah, and he, he's he's one of hydrated. those. Yes. He he's one of those people you you see in something like this, and you're like, yeah, we're going to be seeing him in a lot more, a lot more stuff in the future. What, like,
1: what do you think Gravix and gear's relationship is? Gaia, Gaia. I
0: don't, I don't think there's particularly a relationship there. Um, I. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't,
1: I feel I, like they've got a, a, a connection, especially from that flashback where it finishes them with them looking at each other.
0: Yeah, it's like they've grown up together, and so like maybe she, you know, she's she's kind of gone along with him because they've been childhood friends. But the more and more this show goes on, the more and more she is not on board with him and his methods. Is she gonna like, die?
1: The,
0: I yeah, I, I've said before, I don't think so because. I'm I don't starting think to it's... think
1: that she will. She's 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 getting a bit too curious at the wrong times.
0: But she's one of those actors that you, you don't want to kill off in the MCU if you can help it. Un- unless, you know, maybe her conditions for signing up to this was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be popping up in Avengers films out. This is one series and done. Yeah. But yeah, it, it does feel like when you get the mother of dragons in the mcu you want to keep her in the mcu but i i, I did really i did really warm to Gravix in this episode like not not in like i'm rooting for him because he's clearly a psychopath he, he's just a, a good villain yeah as i said he's, he's, he's very stoic yeah i wasn't quite sure what was happening with with his accent um sometimes I thought he was going for a London accent. Other times he sounded, he sounded a bit puddly, and I was like, Oh, he's, he's, he's being Scouse, is he now? Um, and then there's one line where, so he's talking to the, the scroll council and he goes, uh, I like dogs. I'm like, Oh shit. He's being Welsh.
1: I like dogs. I do. I have. Um, I know we were talking about. Um, Nick, that was a terrible Welsh accent, but Nick Fury's wife. Nick, Nick Fury's wife. Yeah, I've just read here. Um, episode episode two's major twist is that Nick Fury secretly married to one of Talos's most trusted scrolls, Priscilla. Okay, so it's not Talos's wife. Interesting. It does bring up a good point. It's like. I'd really like to know how she's been able to stomach it, given that Nick has completely failed to find her people a new planet in the last thirty years.
0: <laughs> well, because I guess the the, the scrolls that are angry are angry because you know he he's he's promised to do this thing, and they assumed that he could. Um, the scrolls that are on his side, which I guess if there's a million scrolls on Earth, there are more scrolls that are not in the resistance than scrolls that are. For now. Yeah, um, but I guess she, you know, if she she knows him better, she probably knows that it's not as it's not as simple as that, especially for for humans. Like we're not a a, a space going race yet. Uh, we, in the MCU, it seems like we've got about as far as having a a permanent space station, which is sword. Was it? Sabre. Sabre. Which is Sabre. So we've got the space station. Shield and from Sabre. The, from the trailer for uh the Marvels, we know that they're investigating the jump points, but presumably we've not got as far as actually utilising those yet. So in fact maybe that's why. So Monica Rambo in that trailer is investigating those jump points. Maybe that's them starting to look further afield yeah. and try and find the scrolls at home
1: maybe very maybe
0: yeah i was i was quite interested in uh, in the school council um it's like oh there's a the, the british british prime Ministers there and is we've got a female british prime minister in the mcu oh that's I mean, it turns you. out I and mean, yeah yeah no it it, it, was, it was like a nice surprise like oh the female british prime minister that's not something you generally get in fiction um and then it turns out she's a dick. And like, can we not have one good female <laughs> prime minister? Even even in fiction.
1: Can we not can we not just have one good Prime Minister in general? <laughs> but yeah, the Council the Councillor scrolls. I was like, wait, wait. They're all fucking scrolls.
0: Who's that guy? Who's the American guy? I recognise him. Has be he been in MCU before? Uh i think it might just be that i recognise him from other things he's been in but i was just i was looking at him I like is at first i thought he was alexander pierce um, who was like head of shield was he in in winter soldier i can't even remember if he's still yeah. alive or not uh, um but yeah, i know he has been it. in he's been in other things that i've seen uh I, he was in like happy gilmore and and he was in flubber um but yeah i there was just something making me think, has he been in the MCU before? Because sometimes you get those people that turn up in tiny little roles and then they start reoccurring. And I like the bits like that, but I'm I'm more interested in seeing those people on the fringes that kind of reoccur. A lot of the time, I think that gives a better sense of a cohesive universe than someone like Rody appearing. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the roadie scene actually? Because after this scene, I am more convinced than ever that that guy is a scroll. Roadie, yes. I was just going to
1: say, what a hard dick he is! Like that man is a full-on erection. <laughs> like what a prick!
0: Oh, like you—you you can yeah, you—you you can see his point of view. You can see where he's coming from. Like in, if you take him this into the real world. Then yeah, you you can't just allow this rogue agent to yeah a- act on his own behalf in Russia uh, and potentially causing World War Three. But but yeah, it, it did feel like he is. It's not roading. Yeah, it it felt like he was doing his best to try and prevent Fury from being able to stop this. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, he, he's a scroll.
1: And where's the president? Yeah. You not think he'd come to that meeting?
0: Yeah, potentially. Scroll roader killed him. I don't know, the, the president can't just go missing and nobody notice. Like the Secret Service, at the very least, would notice, unless all the Secret Service are scrolls. But Nick Fury told Rody that all his bodyguards are scrolls I don't know how Fury knows that, or if that's even true. I thought but I thought when Fury attacked his bodyguard,
1: I thought you were going to kill him just to prove he was a scroll. Yeah, I thought you were just going to go see. Oh shit, he's not green. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Should we talk about the? I I think it's it's the a, a twist. Like, it's no- another major plot point that's definitely going to develop. That Gaia, when she sneaks into the laboratory bit thing, on the screen, it shows Groot
0: DNA. Yeah. Cull obsidian DNA. Yeah, I think it it, it shows Groot. Something interesting on there as well is it shows Groot and it shows uh, that his planet of origin is Planetex, which has. It is, you know canonical in the comics has never been mentioned before in the MCU that groups are from planet x so it's
1: now been mentioned yeah um frost
0: beasts
1: frost yes. beast dna Cull obsidian dna and also extremis
0: yes so um that they're, they're trying to create the super scroll so, in the comic books, the Super Scroll has the powers of all four of the Fantastic Four. So, he can stretch, can turn invisible, he's got fire powers, and also, like, rock skin Would make abilities. sense. Groot um, for stretching,
1: Frostbeast, uh, Cull Obsidian, Extremis for fire.
0: Yeah, I guess Cull Obsidian is probably, like, strength which is uh, their version of doing the, the rock skin frost um, beast i'm guessing invisibility for, for frost frosting inst- instead of the invisible woman's powers they're gonna give a give him frost powers um who's but, it gonna uh, be? yeah that's i wouldn't be surprised if Gravix wanted to test that on himself but who's to say there's only going to be one like maybe yeah. they're making an army of superpowered scrolls there was the comment like what if the avengers
1: come back and he was like, do you not think I've prepared for that?
0: Yes. So the Avengers were mentioned twice in this episode. Yeah. So, yeah, Gra- Gravix has said he-, he has prepared for the Avengers coming back. Um, um, Roadie says Mi- says maybe it's time we call our friends. And Nick Fury says no, because all that will happen then is they will get replaced by Skrulls. And we won't be able to tell which like, of your, them we can trust anymore. Terror- it
1: was like will be terrorists. Yeah. I think so we're getting a lot of Nick Fury saying no I've got to do it on my own and there's a lot of mentions of Avengers coming out
0: someone's going to pop up to help but so but that was an interesting interesting point so when so in the council of scrolls they say like what if the avengers come back because th- there isn't an avengers team at the minute
1: no they're having some much needed rest so it's when well they were training some new avengers weren't they at the end of
0: at the end of age of ultron
1: was that end of age of ultron
0: yeah because that was like scarlet witch oh yeah yeah, yeah ignore me. um and and vision i guess and vision's dead falcon and that well although you know is vision dead no uh yeah um, I feel like it'd,
1: it'd make more sense for it to be uh, Captain Marvel that shows up. Would make the most sense.
0: Yeah, but it seems too too easy, too par- too powered for this show. I mean, not if there's like fifteen super scrolls running about. I mean, we'll we'll see, uh, but. I, I don't think Captain Marvel's going to show up unless it's like a post credits tease for the Marvels.
1: I feel like someone's going to show up. They I feel like they're hinting around it too much and Nick Fury's turning it down too much for someone not to show up.
0: The one that would make the most sense to me would be if uh yeah, if we get Captain America, Falcon, Captain America be- because uh because he doesn't have powers. Yeah, uh, and so it wouldn't tip the scales too much if he showed up. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be like if Captain Marvel showed up and could just like decimate anyone that stands against her. Like she can, she can destroy spaceships by flying through them. A rogue band of scrolls isn't gonna pose much of a challenge to her. Just a flick. And Sam Wilson might show up.
1: I just, I've got a feeling someone's showing up.
0: And I still think Monica Rambeau showing up is a possibility. Yeah, and she's got powers. She she does have powers, but He's not in control of them. Yeah, but not as yeah, not as uh, developed, refined as yeah. as Captain Marvel's powers.
1: The prediction in this I'm reading is that Rhodey is a Skrull.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think Rhodey's going to turn out to be a Skrull, and then the big question is going to be how long has he been a Skrull? If they say he's been a scroll for just this series, I think that's a massive cop out. I want Roddy to have been a scroll since, like, since the Blip, maybe. Yeah, I I think maybe the Blip is a time that the the is like
1: time for him to take over us.
0: Yeah, that's a, a time the Skrulls utilized. To, to infiltrate and just a, a time of chaos and panic and no one really knows what's going on and who's left alive and who's been snapped out of existence. I think it would be a, a good moment of turmoil for the Skrull resistance to have made their move. The other thing that made me think uh, Rody was a Skrull was when he Slovakia threatened to home. carpet bomb Syria. Well, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was...
1: <laughs> no, it was Slovakia.
0: Was it Slovakia?
1: Yeah, it's like if Slovakia rolls her eyes at me one more time, I am going to put on the suit and carpet bomb him.
0: Which yeah, I, do, I so... do like
1: how Nick Fury was like carpet bomb him.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That is much more of a Nick Fury thing to to threaten to do than it is a roadie thing to threaten to do. Yeah, and I guess you've got to remember he is a military guy. He's not just he's not just a superhero, but still, it felt a bit much. And did, I know he, did, he was you, joking, and he wasn't actually going to, but still, it did feel out of character. You did
1: say that it was suspicious that he could use his legs properly,
0: and that's another thing. In, in this, you do see him just like walking down the steps of the. I guess it's a. a, a it's not a courthouse, is it? But a a, a government building, yeah. In in normal trousers that don't look so like true. they're hiding any kind of apparatus underneath the trousers. But surely someone would have noticed that. Maybe you just shouldn't bring it up.
1: It's like if someone's in a wheelchair, you don't point it out.
0: Yeah, maybe people are just too polite.
1: <laughs> That's the downfall of the world. Yeah,
0: um, I think. Uh, but that 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 Rhodey and Fury scene was a, a really great scene of yeah. them together, and I, I really liked Roddy's response to it. Or you know, Rodi in inverted, in, in quotation marks.
1: In inverted.
0: Yeah. Rodi in speech, I'm, I'm doing air quotes. Nodoro. Rudy in air quotes basically says to him, like, you you want me to help you out because we're both black and I'm not going to do that because that is not what progress looks like.
1: Because Sc- because Skrill keeps, for- uh, Skrill Rhodey keeps forgetting that he's black.
0: <laughs> just a, a last point yeah. uh, Just a quick... B- because he's not black, he's green yeah,
1: racist just a quick last point from me do you know we were talking about did he take his wife to Sabre or not yeah what if he's been on Earth a lot more than we think spending time with his wife and not just festering on Sabre So, like, what, actually, are we, what are we meant to make of that ignorance of
0: everything else? That has just made me think, actually. Um, in episode one, Maria Hill says... She says, are you sure it's me you came back for? Or or is, is there someone else you came back for? There was something like that. Yeah. And it was like, oh, who, who is she referring to there? And you you don't get an answer in that episode. I mean, he's it must he, be. he did
1: stand, he did get off the ship and be a bit like, "Oh, my legs, cause of gravity." But has he been on world more than we think he has?
0: No, I, I don't think he has, and I don't think his wife has been either, because that that must be what Hill, Maria Hill there is referring to. Like, are you sh- Are you sure? There's not another reason you came back to see your wife that you abandoned for two years. Yeah, however long it's been. I think it's been a couple of years, like said. 5 year. I don't think it's been that long.
1: I'm pretty sure someone said 5 years.
0: Okay. The MCU timelines all messed up because of that time jump in Endgame because that was a 5 year yeah. time jump. The MCU has been running a few years ahead of the real world. Yeah. for a while now. Um yeah. So uh, the other yeah. I I think possibly one of the last big scenes I want to get into, is the fantastic, amazing, brilliant Olivia Coleman.
1: Oh, she's terrifying. Gosh,
0: she was terrifying. good in this episode. I, I want so much more Olivia Coleman.
1: She's a psychopath. Yeah, but she's... She's a psychopath. She's like, do you want to do the easy way or the hard way? Okay, the hard way, chops finger off. Right, perfect. Now I've got that info yeah not not just like telling him what the easy way is like are you a scroll? It's like I want to do the hard way
0: yeah she she was enjoying it a bit much wasn't she?
1: yeah, a little bit when she picked up that long spiky pipe, I was a bit concerned for his anus
0: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite sure what she was gonna do with that, <laughs> and then she yeah, yeah she just hangs it on the door.
1: What are your plans with that?
0: But uh, I... Yeah, she was amazing in that scene. I I do wonder if she's making it out of this alive, but... She's obviously
1: very clever as well, because she was like, where's the escape hatch? Yeah. Before they even got there, she knew she was
0: going to have to use it. Because my... My thinking... Before this episode was that, there's quite a big chance she's going to turn out to be a Skrull. After this scene, I think maybe less chance. She 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 won't do or, that to another Skrull unless, or see this is the this is the question. Gravix Gravix knows that he's given up information. Yeah. So what if it was a test? So she was on the phone to someone who was saying, who, who was who was giving, giving her the orders to go in and basically get information out of him. You don't know who that is. It's never said. What if it was a test, like she goes in to try and break him just to see if he would give yeah. the resistance up or not? Because how else did Gravix know where to go? That... Not where to go, but that that he had cracked. That he that he'd given given up information because he then, or is he he just, or is he not taking any chances? He then has him taken out into the woods and shot. Uh, There's two scenes in this episode where Gravix is in the passenger seat of a car, and both times he just looks like completely spaced out, like he's leaning right back, like just staring at the ceiling, unblinking. Skull Street, Skull Shrooms. Skrull scroll shrooms. Skrull shrooms. Um I do love her like,
1: line in this though where she, the guy's like the door was locked and she's like, and now it's unlocked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's she's clearly a a very experienced and accomplished spy in her own right. I I feel like she is just as accomplished as Nick Fury. She's like you, you know the the other side of the same coin to nick fury like he he he's a bit more you know brash and in your face and it, it, he's the american spy the american and
1: she's, spy
0: and she's she's you know the british spy she's a bit more refined and polite but she's just as brutal possibly more so than fury uh and Knows exactly how to how to get information and and how to infiltrate and just spycraft in general. So yeah, I I hope we get a lot more Olivia Coleman.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too.
0: Uh, in this show, she and she, she's fantastic in everything that she's in. So, in terms of this
1: episode, better, worse than episode one?
0: I think it's better. But maybe that's just because I've settled into it a bit more. I still think it is not the—it's not matured. It's not the political espionage thriller that they were promising and that they are trying to achieve. I don't think—I don't think they've managed that. Yeah. But I—I'd have enjoyed what they have given us.
1: Yeah, definitely. And
0: and you you know—we should probably try more to judge it on what it is and not what it isn't if you know what I mean, like rather than what we want it <laughs> yeah. to be. Just, just judge it as what it is. And what it is, I think, is enjoyable.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it is much better than the first. I, th- I think there was a lot more substance to it this episode. Um I still think there's so much more to be revealed. And just like, yeah. oh my gosh moments. But from this, from episode one to this, it, I think it is a lot better. I didn't feel slow at any point. Where I know we said on the, at the on the first episode, there were bits we thought slow.
0: The only bit that I could have said was slow was possibly Nick Fury on the train talking about his mum. But I just I enjoyed just watching Samuel L. Jackson be Samuel L. Jackson yeah. so much that it didn't
1: it didn't matter.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking. I was just That's thinking about. Yeah, I was just thinking about the the four species that were on that computer um so Groot G- Groot there's probably plenty of like bits of Groot left over from when Groot was on earth in endgame um you know with little little chips of wood could have fallen off yeah. him. Colored obsidian obviously his hand was left uh in the middle of new york
1: yeah frost beast
0: um oh what was it Oh no! His hand was cut off. It would be in in Antarctica or something. It was cut off with the portal. The Frost Beast. I was wondering where the Frost Beast has come from, and then I realised there's one, there's one left in the post-credits scene of uh, Thor Two, the the bad Thor. <laughs> What's that one called? Thor. That well. The Dark World. What do you mean yeah. there's one left? there's a there's a frost beast. A frost I can't dog. remember how it Yeah. I can't remember how it gets there. It comes through a portal and at the end there's just the, the post credit scene is just this like massive frost dog from Jotunheim like jumping about in a car park. That do you think that's that? i will be tying that post credit scene well, yeah, to this. Me. Which is like a crazy... Yeah, because there's, there's no way that these scrolls have travelled to Yotenheim. Well, I don't. Not. An
1: extremist, that's
0: pretty easy to get hold of. Yeah, people were blowing up left, right and centre.
1: Yeah. <laughs> blowing up
0: like a load of middle-aged men
1: watching a lead female role.
0: But no, I, I am... I'm more positive on the show than I was last week. Um, but yeah, I still don't think it is what we thought it was going to be. But, and, and, you know, what we were promised it was going to be. I don't think it's that. But I feel like you feel upset that they haven't
1: delivered what they promised. Which makes sense because the title of the episode was
0: Promises. Uh, is that on purpose? Have they done that on purpose? <laughs> to make us side with the Skrulls? <laughs> oh, could never do it like green veg okay if that is the episode then uh, I will take us out thank you very much everyone for listening Uh, please do get in touch with us we would love to hear your thoughts uh, and any questions you've got about our thoughts on secret invasion so far you can email us on notnpod at gmail.com or you can message us on twitter, facebook, instagram we are at news of the nerd uh, if you've enjoyed listening, please subscribe. Please give us a rating on your podcast app of choice. And the best thing you could do if you want to help us grow is just tell your friends, tell your family, tell your colleagues, tell anyone that you think would be interested in listening. To uh, Basically, anyone that's interested in superhero media, like who? let them know. Like who? Like who? Like nerds. Like, tell your nerds.
1: Like nerdy what? People. Tell you nerdy mums!
0: <laughs> we would love to know if any nerdy mums are listening.
1: And if they are, my number is...
0: <laughs> and you can email us on notnpod at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week for episode three. Goodbye. Toodaloo!